Hello and welcome to Battlers in the Big City, two millennials with an absolutely groundbreaking idea to start a podcast in 2023. Yeah, Tom, that's right. I mean, we haven't reinvented the wheel by moving from Sydney to London and New York, but we think that our angle as two Australian millennial aspiring creatives is something that's new. So I'm going to introduce you to Tiggy, the co-host. She's been living in London for the best part of four years. She's an actor by trade. She's a Pisces, so let that sink in. And if she was a coffee order, now this is a surprise, you'd be a dirty chai. Dirty chai. I actually love dirty chais. <laughs> I feel like you'd go for a chai latte and then be like, actually, can you make it dirty, please? Yeah, actually, can I have a side of psycho in that? That'd be great. <laughs> In saying that, a dirty chai is what, like $7 these days? It's seven insane. pounds, seven quid. Yeah, especially um, if you eat with oat milk as well. <laughs> <laughs> you finished? <laughs> <laughs> is, is that, is Are that you all? Are you going to intro me? Oh, yes. intro me? I'm so sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> my, the other co-host, we both co-host or we both host? I'm executive producer. No, okay, you're the EP. Perfect. Um, so Thomas Wallace, it rhymes, people. It rhymes. Is the other co-host of this podcast. Um, Tom is a Sagittarius. Now I don't actually know if Sagittarius and Pisces are compatible, compatible. with each other. I feel like we are. I don't know the first thing about. Um, yeah, Star-Sag. I have no idea. Or I just I'm had a quick sad. Google, and Sagas are quite like reliable, and I think you're quite reliable. So <laughs> all checks out. Um, so Tom's coffee order, this was tricky for me because I just, I feel like you're an iced latte or something because you're like quite seasonal. Because I'm gay. Like you thrive, you thrive. <laughs> it's because you're gay and because you thrive in summer. Also, I think a shot of like caramel or something like, because like you're a bit basic as well. Because I'm gay. <laughs> Everything I say, you just give like, oh, it's cause, is it because I'm gay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. No, well, you know, there's um, like the, the running theme that like gay men drink iced teas throughout winter. I don't, I sorry, iced tea, iced coffee. I don't actually dead. like. I like us, In winter. Yeah. That's psychotic. Like, yeah, crack. No, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, go. we've traveled a lot together around the world, sometimes as friends. Sometimes as foes, um, we had some interesting times in Cambodia, uh, Thailand, but also Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won't go into that though. Um, yeah, this isn't about unpacking our trauma. This is just like no. a, bit of a, a bit of background. <laughs> no, we had a great time. Um, but also, yeah, we just want to acknowledge as well, like we obviously come from such a place of privilege and this isn't about us complaining about the fact that like our lives are hard this is about just having a laugh about all the stupid shit that goes on in our in these big cities um we made the analogy the other day about being small fish in huge ponds and I think that is really apt well yeah it's like literally no one forced us to move to New York and London like absolutely no one forced us so it's completely on us and therefore you gotta reap what you sow yeah yeah, 100%. Well, I was um, going to say it is like so on brand for millennials to start a podcast in 2023, right? I know. But although <laughs> I did actually hear the other day or read somewhere, podcasting has is like on the decline now. 
I think post pandemic, mm-hmm. there's like less podcasts being produced. So I think we're on to something here. Because, you know, as struggling creatives, every dollar counts. Exactly. There's a gap in the market. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we want to bring some fresh Australianisms to the neighbourhoods of New York City and London. Speaking of London, Tiki, how did you end up in that stunning city? In the stunning city. Sunny city. Sunny, glorious town. I just, it's actually coming up on four years ago, almost to the day that I left Australia. I came to London. I wanted to pursue a creative kind of life. I worked for a couple of years in advertising before moving abroad. And yeah, in the pandemic was sort of locked down here, didn't get the opportunity to go back to Australia. So I had to sort of make make it do here. Really sort of decided that pursuing acting was what I wanted to do. So I did an acting course and I've since got an agent and I've had a couple jobs um, in the past 18 months since graduating and now I work in a theatre. What a life crisis. Oh, my God. I feel like every – my birthday's coming up as well. I'm like, there's going to be another crisis. I'm going to change my <laughs> change my life again. <laughs> um, become like a poet or literally, like a banker. <laughs> I'm like, what other sort of debt-inducing thing can I, can I start? <laughs> so, I can see you as like a hedge fund manager or so like something really, really yeah, arithmetic. That's on very you. My dad would like it if I did that, but unfortunately I'm not that way inclined. Um, and then, yeah, so now I work in a theatre in West End and just trying to hustle and be an actor, do self-tapes, auditions, meet people. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Amazing. And you, Tom? So how did you get to New York? Because I thought you were initially going to move to LA. Wasn't that what was ha- going to happen with you? No, that is such a read. And literally... <laughs> Every time I say to someone when I was back in Australia, because I, I initially moved to New York in 2019, I'd say, oh, you know, I was living in America and everyone goes, oh, LA. And I'm like, do I give that no, superficial vibe? Never be- <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not what happened. Because before you left, you said you were going to move to LA. never moving to like- LA. And then like a week or two before you left. No, like, oh, no, no because now. my like, okay. friend who you know was living it up in New York City and I was working overnight as a producer and literally was like, fuck this, booked a one-way ticket to New York nine months before I flew. So I had to keep it a secret and obviously I'm not good at keeping secrets. So by the end of it, everyone at work was like, we know that you moved to We New know. <laughs> but you'd never moved, you'd never even visited New York before you moved, which I think is no. like, wild. Yeah. You were one of the first people I saw in New York. So I was here for a year. So wild. Before the pandemic, working in fitness, went home for the bulk of the pandemic. And then I've been back nine months, which has flown by. So yeah, it was about a year and a half and then nine months. So about two years cumulatively. I also work in a restaurant, which I <laughs> just, you know, love doing since finishing my master's degree. Um, <laughs> And I work in fitness pretty much full-time as a boxing coach and treadmill and I can't box for shit. So fake it till you make it. No, legit. Also, yeah, your intro was so much shorter than mine. Sorry, I waffled on about myself. (laughs) Yeah, didn't you say you love the sound of your own voice? (laughs) (laughs) Never said that. Well, I was going to say I live in Williamsburg, which is also not groundbreaking at all for an Australian. Where are you in? Are you in Brixton, right? No, no, I'm in Hackney, which is, oh. <laughs> I mean, everywhere in London is like Aussie central, but yeah, mm. there's a lot of Australians around where I live. Interesting though, I'm the only Australian at work. So everyone's always like, mm-hmm. oh, the token Aussie. And I'm like, 
it's just weird because they're everywhere. The token Aussie with the bum chin, mm-hmm. the Peter Griffin. Peter Griffin chin, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I think we should get to our first talking point, which is that. cash money. Uh, London, very expensive city. The uh, pound is just astronomical and yeah. what's going on. New York actually became the most expensive city in the world at the end of 22, which is awesome when you're trying to um, write a novel and not get paid for it. So I want to ask you, Tiggy, how do you survive? How do you keep your head above water? Yeah, that's the, that's the age old question. I think that just like making, drawing out all your pennies is kind of like I kind of make it a game with myself. Like I try and spend as little money as I can every day. I sometimes like make a competition. I'm like, how many days can I go without spending any money at all? And that's like, I sometimes go like three, four days without spending like anything, which is wild. How do you eat? Um, Well, because I like, I, I bulk, I sort of make my food at home. Um, this is, this is after like buying groceries and stuff for the week. Then I, then I don't (laughs) spending money, but my big thing is cycling everywhere. So I got a bike last year and I'm obsessed with it. I just cycle everywhere to, from work, anywhere. Um, Mm -hmm. so that really sort of helps with costs with the, um, the old public transport. How about you? I was really living paycheck to paycheck when I first got back because the city, like summer was just insane. I was trying to, you know, go out and see friends and I was working in this gym and I, I, that's why I took on a restaurant job, literally three nights a week. I just have to grit and bear it and the tips are really good and that's kind of my lifeline. I actually got approved. I was going to say this for a credit card the other day. I was like, are you joking? Like you want to loan me money? Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, for in terms of rent, to put it into perspective, I pay, which is considered cheap, fourteen fifty a month. I live with three others in like a, a very small split story apartment. Our kitchen is literally that of like a kitchenette. And, you know, some of my, some people I know in big corporate jobs spend 6,000 US dollars a month on a one bedroom apartment. Isn't that insane? Or just, that kind of makes you feel sick. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I do the things too, like you, I love Tupperware. I take a lot of Tupperware. I know that's the thing. You just got to start to love it. That's, that's the trick. You need to reframe. Yeah. Hand tuna, um, lots of like eating at work, even though sorry to my work but the food that they give us is literally dog food it's gotta eat it you know restaurant really yeah because we get like the staff meal is like the what's the word i'm looking for the awful (laughs) oh bless you (laughs) (laughs) that'll be stunning in someone's ears with the asmr So wait, speaking of cycling, you've now had a few incidences, right? With your bike. I know. And this is the thing, like after I had my incidents, everyone's like, you're nuts to get back on. But what do they say about falling off a horse? You just got to get back on and dust yourself up. Mm -hmm. I have been in two accidents on my bike, Um, been hit by Mm -hmm. cars twice. One was (laughs) like some psychopath. Yeah, it's nuts. I was actually on my way my first time. I was on my way to get my first acting headshots and I was so nervous and wanted them to be perfect. And then again, this like car accident and I'm completely like thrown. Oh my God, like completely disheveled. So disheveled, like like crying on the side of the road, just like had like scratches on my face. Like it was just, and then I was like, I don't think I can get my headshots done. Everyone's like, yeah, probably not. Um, With like leaves in your hair, I'm imagining. (laughs) It was like a disaster. Um. (laughs) 
But yeah, it was actually crazy that first time I got hit. He was a guy doing a hit and uh, he did a hit and run. He ran away from the scene of the crime because he stole the car that hit me. So oh the guy, my god! Yeah, so it was actually nuts. The police never found him. Apparently, they like you know scoured it for prints and stuff, but never found the guy. But that was nuts. And then yeah, the second time I was hit by an Uber. But yeah, long story short, essentially I'm still cycling. Um, get back on the bike maybe the sec two days after because I'm yep. like I love it. And if the car the bike isn't that, and I wear a helmet, got to wear a yep. helmet because otherwise it'd be a different no headphones story. in. No, 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 absolutely not. Well, I think I can one-up you here. Oh, okay. I've been mugged twice since I moved back to New York City. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so recently, scary. At the beginning of January. Um, oh. Yeah. I'm so not trying to there? compare our trauma because I actually do see the – there is a, a humorous silver lining, but essentially I was walking home from work and – this was late at night and I was walking through Williamsburg and I was just on my phone, AirPods in, just like completely oblivious. And these guys literally just started bashing the shit out of me. Like it came out of completely nowhere, oh punched God. me in the face, got me on the ground. I lost a shoe. I was, I wear like dress shoes to work. And then I had my umbrella and I like hit them with one of it, which <gasps> snapped off, which is literal uh, Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> Then I start running away. I start like sprinting down the street and like I used to run track in high school. So like I was, I've never run so. At college. Yeah. So I was absolutely going and they start chasing me and I start screaming, help, help. Anyway. no one comes to rescue. Yeah. (laughs) No one, no one, literally no one on the street. So I end up, this guy calls the police they come straight away they're like going 100 miles an hour in the car trying to like with the sirens on trying to find these guys they're asking me all these questions like what were they wearing I was like I don't fucking know like I didn't do a fit check you know just before they mugged me so they got my phone so obviously I couldn't call the police well and then I was trying to like do um find my phone and they had they had literally already erased it in about five minutes the experts that's the thing yeah I was totally targeted and kind of I'm not blaming myself, but like definitely put myself in a position where I was a sitting duck. What, as in by walking home, you mean? Yeah, just like looking at my phone, not being aware of my surroundings, you know? Yeah, yeah. So then they dropped me back and I found my AirPods on the ground, like literally just like outside on the floor. And then they just were like, okay, bye. And I was like, right. So I went into the neighboring apartment building and I got... (laughs) I was like, I just got mugged. Like, did, did you get it on video? And they're like, oh, yeah, we heard someone screaming. I was like, thank you so much for your help. It's you know? honestly this place. <laughs> yeah, everyone's out there for themselves. And then the guy was like, oh, yeah, I um actually saw on Citizen, which is this app where you kind of get alerted to crime going on in your neighborhood. And it was like a woman had been robbed. And I was like, that's me. <laughs> You did not tell me that. That's so good. A woman assaulted and robbed. (laughs) (laughs) And then I called my parents. A woman with beautiful blue eyes has been assaulted (laughs) in Williamsburg. (laughs) Because I must have been like, (laughs) 
Oh my god, Jed. So I call my parents and my mum is so stony faced because she's like, How do you get mugged twice in two months? And I was yeah. I, tr- I told her that story. Anyway, she's since laughed, but um I'm definitely downplaying it. It was actually a really terrifying experience because there was I just had this one moment where I was being I was on the ground, they got me on the ground, dropped my phone and everything, and they just mm. like kept kicking yeah. and kept That's punching me. And terrifying. I was kinda like, Why hasn't this stopped? But I mean you just got to get up, dust yourself off, literally. The the other thing is I, I don't have time to just sit around and feel sorry for myself. Like I was back at work the next day. Wow. You didn't even get work off for it? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was literally, I mean, it's it must be that very Australian or, um, you know, British stiff upper lip. I was like, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh my God. I'm completely the opposite. When I got hit by the car the second time, I got work off for like three days. I was like, I can't come in. <laughs> and I was, I was genuinely fine. <laughs> three days. That's not even that much. I was thinking like, if you know, you'd be like, I got work off for three months. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I would if I could, but. <laughs> that moves me on to my next point. I mean, let's wrap that little segment up because, you know, time is of the essence and we don't want to just be talking about ourselves, even though I spent the last five minutes on this random anecdote. It's okay. Um, Aussies are everywhere. Aussies are freaking everywhere. So I think it'd be, I'd be hard pressed to walk down the street without hearing an Australian accent in London, like legitimately. Mm-hmm. Also, the chat about every time you hear, oh, where are you from? Adelaide. Oh, Sydney. And it's like, haha. And then you like move on. I just can't stand that. I don't know how you mm. feel about it. Everyone's constantly asking like which city and then it's just like, okay, cool. I'm so, I'm so glad I know that information. Well, it's no secret that Aussies kind of hang out in their cliques, but that happens yeah. with you know anyone from like being a foreigner. But there are definitely hot spots like London. Is It's Clapham, right? Clapham, yeah. I think London, I literally did a quick Google search before. The UK is the most Australians living abroad, so that's probably why. They're literally everywhere. I, I've seen, I just saw a meme being like, when you're 25 years old and recently single, you move to London. Yeah, literally. <laughs> as of like the past six months, there's been an absolute inundation. That's for sure. Yeah. And it is pretty easy. I mean, you've got the passport, but visa-wise, you you get this two-year visa before you turn 31. It's a kind of a free-for-all work visa, right? Yeah, exactly. It's super easy for Australians. Mm. Yeah. Whereas it's a bit more tricky in the States. Are you on the, you're on the J-1, aren't you? Yeah, I actually have done the J-1 twice, which is a post-grad visa. But the visa situation here, again, so no hard. secret, fucking nightmare. Yeah. And you hear horror stories of people getting, you know, locked out of the country, all this kind of stuff. But again, it kind of plays into our un- overarching theme of like no one is forcing you to be here. I know, I know. It just like <laughs> – it's like, you know, you like spend thousands of dollars to get this visa to like live in a huge city where you're living in this shitty place. And it's just like everyone's like, why are you doing this? Like you could be so mm-hmm. comfortable in Australia. But I think that's mm-hmm. why like we did it, right? We wanted the mm-hmm. discomfort. We wanted to shake things up. We were feeling like – kind of, I don't know, it was feeling a bit stagnant back home. So Tiggs, what's your hot take on hashtag Aussies in London then? I think you really don't want to be caught in the trap of being the token Australian abroad because that's a very, very narrow little bucket to be in. And I think there's more to us than that. I'm going to stop you there, Tiggy, and say (laughs) we literally are starting a podcast about it. Like the gross irony is that we're (laughs) hanging shit on these Australians that move overseas, (laughs) make these big life decisions, and then we're just like, 
oh, lame, but that's literally what we're doing and we're leveling up and making a podcast. Yeah, you know what? I don't care. I don't care. I'm happy to pass judgment on other people. (laughs) 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 Um, But do you, are you on the Aussies in... I am, and there it's there are some very interesting posts, isn't it? I don't actually iconic, yeah. Yeah, So Aussies in London goes off. I actually have notifications turned on just purely because of the entertainment value. I just can't. It's like Karen's in London. Literally, it's just all these lemons (laughs) being like, guys, I'm so desperate for Vegemite. Like, need to like, (laughs) I need this craving. Like, Phil, anyone know where to get get it? Like, blah blah blah. I can't stand it. Well. I guess uh, this is my last question. So with the accents, can't walk down Bedford Avenue without hearing and either Australian tourists or someone on the phone yeah, um, or just seeing like an Australian cafe because everyone thinks it's like a unique selling point to do uh, avocado on toast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you think your accent has changed in the slightest? Because I did notice when you said literally. (laughs) Really? Oh, my God. See, I... I get like sort of both reactions. I get your, you sound the most like in a group of friends. It's actually a couple of years ago. My friend Bella will attest to this. It was like a group of friends were at drinks and we went and we were at, went around the circle and I was told I was the most Australian sounding like Bogan vibes. And that was really, <laughs> like, that was really offensive. That's also confronting. <laughs> no, I was a bit like, okay. And then I've been told, yeah, sometimes when I say words like with an ER, maybe it's less like ah, ah. Like maybe it's more, no. but like, I don't know, maybe I'm just doing that because I'm a chameleon. <laughs> and a very active thing to just like pick up a new accent. Pick up. I think more so it's just like the terms of phrase I've been starting yeah, to exactly. say. Yeah. Which I kind of love. British references are hilarious. Like I'm, I'm really around it. How about you? You definitely, well, you just learn to like when, instead of talking about university, you say at college or school, like school, what did you study at school? Or, yeah. Or like yeah. little things. This happens all the time when I'm, at, I'm like, do you want still a sparkling water? And they're like, what? And I'm like, I, I literally prefaced it with still a sparkling, but like still water, like, like yeah. <laughs> water. I yeah. say, I've noticed every time I say Arvo, that's still not a very like well-known thing. Brits kind of look at me no. like, what? Arvo, Avo. Yeah. Well, with that, I guess we'll leave everyone hanging for episode two. We love. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to Battlers in the Big City and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Thanks, Tom. (laughs) Bye and take a minute.